Three, two, one. Cool. Sorry about that. Clap chat. Clap chat. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Borderlands. <laughs> I'm not but sorry not. about it. Mm -hmm. Oh, what am I doing? I don't know. Where's Discord? There it is. If you don't know what you're doing, then we're 100% screwed. <laughs> Welcome to the Every Gamer Podcast. My name is Nick. And my name is Ben, aka Skitch256 on Twitch. Uh, speaking of which, we're actually streaming this now on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv backslash sketch256, and I think we might try and do this in the future, depending on how much of a train wreck this is. <laughs> <laughs> well, so far it hasn't been a train wreck. It's more of like the train bumped the caboose of another train, Yeah, but nothing mm -hmm, really mm -hmm. went off the rails. A train fender bender, if you will. Yeah, exactly. Um, sure. yeah. yeah, so we're doing a, a live stream podcast recording um yeah of course if you're listening to this on any other podcasting application uh you're listening to the recorded version that's separate from um from the twitch stream but yeah you should definitely you check are not out currently in a, in a stream mm -mm. you should check out uh sketches uh stream twitch.tv slash sketch 256 and if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't done that yet what is wrong with you that's actually a valid question um, i know <laughs> get your brains checked Make sure you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So it's been a while and a lot. Uh, and I say, when I say a lot, I mean a lot of stuff has happened in the video gaming world. A lot world. of stuff. Uh, first of all, let's start out with um, what we've been playing. How about that? Ben? My answer is kind of boring. I mean, I've been playing Slay the Spire and Destiny 2. And that's pretty much it. But for the streams, I guess like the unique thing is that my streams I've been doing, I've been doing this solo uh, challenge for the dungeons in Destiny Two. So crazy, Nick. Yeah, Nick's been tuning in for the depression. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so there's three dungeons in Destiny Two, and I beat the first one on solo. Probably took me about, you know, as far as stream time, it probably took me like a week and a half. Mm -hmm. And then I beat the next dungeon in one night. Feeling and pretty good. Riding high on feel, that one. <laughs> feeling all right. <laughs> I have been on the final boss of the last dungeon for three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely a, uh, a good setup and then spike as hard <laughs> as you can. Uh, yes. I've been on the last boss for three weeks. I've died. I, I don't even know how many times I wish I I wish I'd been keeping count, but I honestly don't know how much. And um, the other night I was streaming. It was, Nick was there oh, actually, gosh. but um, I was there. I was on my like fourteenth attempt that night or something like that, and I got yeah. the boss down to just like a tiny bit of health. I literally just had to go in on the damage phase and just get any honestly like any amount of damage on him. Yeah, like probably at the uh, at the amount of damage I was doing would probably yeah. have killed him. And 
everything went wrong that could have gone wrong and I died. Yeah. <laughs> and so at that point in time, I was just like, I can't do it. I can't do it anymore tonight. Uh, so I'll, I'll probably be jumping back into that tomorrow night. It's been a really fun challenge in some ways. I mean, I really like the difficulty. I like the challenge of it, but mm-hmm. it's also been incredibly frustrating. <laughs> it was heartbreaking. That last, that yeah. last, cause I was watching it and I was like, Oh, I, I can't, I don't want to say anything at all to jinx it. <laughs> and then you dropped in, um, to the platform stage. And then all of a sudden things just like nothing was working that you were doing before. Like it was just Nothing worked at all. Train wreck. It was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> uh, so it was heartbreaking. Like at the end there, I was just like, I can't be sarcastic. I just need to be supportive. <laughs> just. Uh, I don't have the heart. I don't have the heart. I, yeah. I mean, I saw it. your your uh, reaction was just was so pure and uh, distraught. <laughs> uh there was no hiding Wholesome it and heartbroken yeah, yeah and then you just kind of like all right that's i think that's it and then you just kind of <laughs> ended the stream that's all i can do that's all i can do tonight yeah yeah it was uh it was heartbreaking but man i commend <laughs> you for for persevering this long i i couldn't do it i couldn't keep it up like you've been doing Honestly, I mean, like, it's been fun to try it. It's, I mean, I, I sure. really like solo challenges in Destiny. I've always enjoyed that. In D1, I like doing the Nightfalls by myself. Yeah. Because for a long time, I was kind of, I was pretty much playing by myself, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I would do those by myself for two or three hours at a time. You know, like, the like I would stay alive. Like, yeah. a run would be two and a half hours long because I was trying to, trying to get through it all. And then, so it's just like that kind of stuff is fun. And now in Destiny 2, they've kind of incentivized it. So if you... Sure. If you do solo a dungeon, there's usually like a triumph associated with that. Maybe you get like a, a different, um, I'm totally blanking on what they call those. It's not a banner. It's a, what's the thing that they have? Emblem? It's a, Emblem, yeah. An emblem for you or a sparrow of some kind, like a unique something, mm-hmm. which is cool. I like the, I mean, the, the current emblem I have on my Titan is the emblem you get for soloing the Shattered Throne. Gotcha. And so I've really, I really enjoyed that. But um, sorry, I just have to like kind of laugh at this. Like just the way our screens are on my screen, uh-huh. when you're looking at me, it's like you're actually looking at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like in the window above. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see it sorry, on Twitch, just, yeah. It really, it really makes it look like you're like looking up. <laughs> sorry, I just, I just, that just cracked me up. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing. I've been playing Slay the Spire just because it's a stupid fun game. And there's always new things yeah. to learn in that game and new ways to discover uh, to to win. But yeah, what about you? What you been playing? Uh, I really got into this game called um, Subnautica. Um, oh yeah, really an interesting game. Uh, open world, definitely. Um, base building. Does it have a story? Yeah, it does. It actually does. I I wasn't I actually wasn't expecting there to be a story. Uh, I kind yeah. of jumped in. Was like, I want to play this kind of open world exploration type thing. I know there's a survival element. It's not as heavy, you know. For the first couple of hours, you really have to watch it. But after that, it just kind of super super easy to survive. But um, okay. yeah, it's it's kind of just dropped in by these radio messages. Essentially, you landed on um. this alien planet, and you're trying to figure out what happened. And um, as the story progresses, you figure out that, like, there are other ships and other people that crash landed on this planet as well. And Mm. I don't want to give anything away, but you find out why. There's actually a reason why. And to be able to escape the planet, you have to, um, like, fix why 
people were were being shot down, why you got shot down, right? Kind of shut right. it all down and then be able to escape. And so this whole thing, like, you you start off thinking it's just a base building, you're just trying to survive, but you're actually trying yeah. to figure out a way and get to a point where you can actually escape this planet. Okay, um, that's and cool. it's really cool. You kind of take it at your own pace. Every bit of story is kind of dropped in through mostly radio, like distress calls from other crashed ships and life pods and stuff, and then. Um, as you explore, you discover more things, you unlock more elements and things you can add to your base. Um, you can literally build a base pretty much anywhere on the map underwater. Cool. Um, yeah. beautiful game. I'm playing on, on Xbox and it, it, it looks good still. There are definitely frame rate issues, but on PC, I've seen some, um, gameplay videos and it looks incredible. Like it, it just mm. looks really, really great. So I'm really excited, um, for this, um, for, for it to develop and get more sequels and stuff like that some one already yeah. came out that's more in like arctic region but same premise um last year i think it came out um and so i'm interested to jump in and play that but this has been a really this is kind of one of those games i was looking for when i had that little drought of, of video games and, right right um yeah because you, you've been kind of out of them for a while yeah it was like three months or something like that three maybe even four months where i just kind of like i wasn't feeling it i wasn't feeling like I just, you know, I don't know what it was. I, I just needed to find the right game, I guess. And Last of Us actually got me back into it. Um, and yeah. then I did some poking around Game Pass and, and finding different, um, trying different games and then Subnautica. But yeah, we'll talk about Last of Us uh, later. Um, but yeah, it, yeah it just, was... Just to give the listeners a heads up, yeah, the, the end of the podcast will be a Last of Us spoiler talk just seven <laughs> years late. Um, but yeah. just, just in case you haven't played it, uh, we'll let you know when that is. But um, yeah. Yeah, um, so Subnautica has been really good, really fun, um, really really cool game. Uh, I've been kind of going at my own pace as far as the story stuff um, and kind of just building, building the bases and and just kind of exploring and I don't know. It's just really cool. It's just a lot of fun, really chill. Yeah, um, yeah. and then. Um, played Destiny with you for a little bit and yeah, that was fun, man. That was really really fun and. Still, after like four years or whatever, I still think it's the best feeling um, first-person shooter. Yeah, like, it there's, feels really good. There's no, it's not too tight, it's not too loose. Um, the the gunplay feels good. The responsiveness of the guns, the differences between the weapons, everything about it just is just incredible. It's just really, really good. Um, it's a good game. You know, it's a good it has game, had good story and lore, but I, I really hope that they find. <laughs> That they find some way to to just smooth yeah. out the story element of it. Um, I, I've I've more or less just given up. I mean, I love Bungie, I love Destiny. I'm going to keep on playing, but I just keep on holding out hope. Yeah. The story's really going to get there, and it just never does. So I, yeah. I'm just I've been holding out that hope for six years now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it, well, I don't know. The, the Taken King, the Taken King had a good story. I mean, yeah. it really did. It had a had a good campaign. Had a raid that like tied into that campaign. Mm-hmm. The lore was really interesting along with that. So I think they really, that was probably the peak of their yeah. storytelling as far as, in, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. It is, it is so when you're doing a game as a live service like they are, I I really don't know how you can actually make that work. 
as far as having a live service yeah, game and a good story based game. Um, yeah, I think that's why Rockstar's done it the way that they have. Um, they dropped the story, the first person player thing, and then a little bit later they dropped the multiplayer, the live service aspect yeah. of it. Um, yeah, maybe so. The only way I can see it going is like if Bungie has separate teams, um, one that can continue the live service content and then like a completely dedicated story team yeah that almost essentially like a separate studio that's just like killing the the story elements and the campaign first person campaign and that sort of thing and we'll see i mean we'll see what happens this is the first time we talked about this a while back this is the first time that they have like announced their a plan for like the next three years yeah of content, so maybe they have a unified story they're trying to tell, and yeah. it will tie in really well with Shadow Keep and the things that have been showing up. It's just, it's it's hard to say at this point, but yeah, who knows? Maybe so. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, I mean, it's still a strong game. Uh, you can't. Yeah, deny it's that. a great game. I mean, I, I'm still playing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After six years, I'm still playing it. You well, know? What's the definition of insanity? Uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So that's the thing. I'm like, I'm trying. I'm just like accepting it for what it is, yeah. you know, and and being like, I'm not expecting there to be a great story anymore. <laughs> I'll read the lore and I'll listen to Bife and and we'll just, you know, we'll go from there. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, Xbox and PlayStation. Now we finally have some some info on them. We do. Yeah. In fact, people were able to get uh, pre-orders uh, for Xbox today, mm-hmm. so that. If you're listening to the audio, we're recording this on the 22nd of September. And the previous week, uh, PlayStation made their announcements. Uh, and they're going to like... <laughs> Xbox is, is saying, okay, we have these two consoles, $300, $500. And you start pre-orders on the 22nd. Mm-hmm. Earlier this week, PlayStation just said, uh, we have these consoles. Here's what they are. Go pre-order now. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> and go. <laughs> yeah. Which... Um, I was kind of like, that's such a bad strategy. That's a really messy way to do it. Mm-hmm. But then I, somebody had a good point that, you know, so many people use these bots to buy yeah. uh, consoles. And I don't, I'm not, I've got a life, so I'm not going to code. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to code a bot <laughs> to check, to get an automatic checkout of an Xbox yeah. out of, you know, Microsoft or whatever. Um, and I'm not going to buy a whole bunch to then sell them at a markup either. Yeah, so right. it might have actually been kind of a stroke of genius on PlayStation's part to just announce it then so people weren't ready. I don't know. I I definitely think that they were going to try to get it out before uh, Xbox. So I definitely think it was one of those things that they predetermined that they were going to do. Before yeah. Xbox pre-order, they are going to have theirs out. I think with their window, they just didn't have enough time. So, and I mean, Maybe it was so. kind of they were they were trying to get it out the next day, I believe, after their event. But I think <laughs> uh, the retailers really screwed them on that one. And I think, yeah, I think I heard something about some retailers that didn't quite do what they were supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, and and then it ended up being if you, yeah, I can I can see how that strategy itself would would be good. But the way that it unfolded, I think the retailers screwed them up because. They ended up canceling a bunch of pre-orders um, and then kind of restarting the pre-order system. Um, people had <laughs> people not only had pre-orders like canceled on them as they were pre-ordering, but some people had actually finished the pre-order and had confirmed it and then had those orders canceled. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, there was a lot of complaints about people uh, about that happening with Walmart and Best Buy and everything like that because Walmart jumped the gun and I think PlayStation got onto them about it and says this isn't right it's not fair to those people who didn't know um yeah yeah and i'm kind of wondering if like 
PlayStation is going to try to sever that tie with Walmart because, like, I mean, PlayStation can sell their consoles anywhere at any time in any way. That's a good point, yeah. So, and Walmart literally jumped the gun because they wanted to jump the gun. Like, the tweet said, wait for your pre-orders? Nah, go get yours now. That was their tweet, literally. Um, and so... Walmart. So someone someone screwed up there. Um, What's that family's name? The uh, Is it the Waltons? Uh, I think so. Sam Walton. Sam, Sam Wal- Walton. Something like that, yeah. I don't know why I'm saying that word so weird. Walton? <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were saying it weird, but I could... <laughs> Sam Walton. 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 I can't say Walton like like a normal human being Walton. or whatever. It's fine. Uh, Walton. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they're just like, they got Walmart money, so they yeah. didn't care. So... <laughs> So as we stand, I think we're pretty good on our predictions of, of price. As we stand, Xbox yeah. Series X is five hundred dollars, um, and Xbox Series S is uh, three hundred, and then PlayStation. I think. Th- Sorry, I was just going to say the S is the only thing that I feel like we're just totally caught off guard by. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't have any idea. But, I mean, I I suspected there would be a discless version of the X. Mm-hmm. I did too. But I didn't. I didn't. I did not suspect the S to be the way it is. I have um, a. I have and, a theory. And, and also, on that. to come in at that. To come in at that price point. Yeah. I mean, three hundred dollars is crazy. I think that's it's brilliant. I think it's super brilliant because, like, I agree. Um, I think they're expecting the the One X to kind of fill that little bit of gap between them. For now. The ser- oh. For now. Oh. Okay. Um, because technically the One X is still a a more powerful console than the <laughs> that naming, series the naming s convention it's is the so worst bad it's, it's so bad the worst because i was like you mean the series x no 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 you mean you mean the one <laughs> x from the previous generation so the xbox series s and then the xbox one x will go between the series s and the series x it's yeah. so bad yeah and then I, I was talking to lee about this earlier and she's like and playstation just did what i was like just playstation 5 mm-hmm. it's just playstation 5 that's it <laughs> it's just like what was the previous one playstation 4 and the one before that playstation 3 3 yeah wait wait, wait. the one before that playstation 2 <laughs> it's like, it would have been better if they just called it xbox x or something like that no they just need to, they need to stop they need to just like it should have been the xbox 2 yeah like it, it should have been that. Like the Xbox One didn't make any sense because it came after the second Xbox anyway. So it should have been like the Xbox 720 or whatever. I don't know. And this could be the Xbox 1080. I don't care. Xbox deuces. <laughs> yeah. Make Tony Hawk proud. But seriously, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, and, and I saw a tweet today uh, that said that the One X, like the the. It's gone up like seven hundred and thirty-four percent. The sales today have gone up because oh, people yeah, yeah. are confused. They yeah. think they're buying a Series X, but they're buying an Xbox One X. It's yep. terrible. And I'm on Amazon. Like you type in Xbox Series X, and then you get the one broken link, and then the rest of them is One X. <laughs> it is a broken link. Uh, I get dogs all the time. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's really stupid and confusing. Um, but I feel like but. Yeah, I feel like um, they're wanting the One X because technically it's a little bit more powerful than the Series S. So for <laughs> now, since they, I know that they still have stock of the One X, I think they're wanting it to be the in-between for now. And then I think maybe in like a year or two, they might announce like a, a discless 
Series X, like an all digital Series X. Maybe. Um, but it's it's hopefully it'll be the Xbox Series SX. Mm-hmm. <laughs> XS as an extra small. <laughs> it has no discs and no hard drives. <laughs> oh my gosh! I hope it's just a picture of. I hope it's just triple X and a picture of Vin Diesel. <laughs> That's that would be a good marketing campaign. <laughs> Seriously. Was, wasn't yeah. he the original Triple X? Now, yeah, yeah. now I'm questioning myself. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a hot mess as far as the naming. I think the pre-orders things, especially in, in the times that we're living in, it is it is a big mess. And it's uh, it's it's weird for sure. Um, yeah. But they're, I think Xbox is handling it as best as they can. Not the naming well, thing, you, but the pre-order thing. And, we have to weigh out the stupidity of the naming convention with all the other stuff that Xbox is doing mm-hmm. well. Yes. Which yesterday. Oh, before that. Uh, before that. Oh, okay. The pricing yeah, yeah. of the PS5. We're at five hundred oh, right, for the right. full full spec one, and then yeah. their digital all digital version, but still full spec, is four hundred. So That's a good deal. Yeah. For so to get in on the ground floor for a next gen console. Um, Xbox Series S at three hundred bucks is crazy good value, crazy crazy good yeah. value. Yeah. Um, and so it's still supposed to be able to do four K at sixty frames, not four K, ten eighty P at sixty frames. I think it is. Um, I think I saw fourteen forty P. That's it, two um, K. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, two. So, uh, but here's a question for you because this is something I'm a little confused about because. An Xbox One X can't really get 60 frames per second on a, on a lot of games, mm-hmm. as far as I can tell. Is it is it because the CPU is updated yeah. in the S, in the Series S? Oh, so CPU, um, so everything is is upgraded on the Series S besides the graphics card, essentially. So it's the GPU. The right? GPU. Yeah. So the GPU, yeah. um, essentially, I think it's brilliant because essentially what they're doing is like, we're going to create a, a full spec um, console that just handles a lower resolution because that's not a big deal right. to a lot of people. I mean, we've had this conversation too. It's not a big deal to me. Yeah. yeah. So frame rates is what they're targeting for that Series S. Yeah. Um, yeah. And to be able to do that at that price range is incredible. Um, yeah. 300 bucks for a what, 2K system that upscales to 4K. Um, yeah. It's supposed to hold that 2K at 60 frames steady. Can go up to 120, I think max. I think is what they said. Pretty, I, I do pretty. Think it's advertising that, yeah. Pretty incredible. And if you're if you're on a 1080p, I mean, you could you should absolutely be able to get 60 frames steady no matter what. Well, because that's that's something I heard about Destiny 2 a while back was that the GPU is actually strong enough to get 60 frames per second mm-hmm. for Destiny 2, but because the, all the stuff going on behind the scenes for Destiny, the CPU the CPU was not strong enough. Yeah. And so that is like it had a hard time processing the game, and that's why they had to keep it at 30 frames per second. Yeah. Uh, and so I thought that was really interesting. So I guess that, that helps explain it. Because I thought about like... I mean, today I'll I'll share my story, but part of me was like, do I want to get a Series S? I, I was like, <laughs> I really think I want a Series X just because I'm kind of curious if it can handle that kind of graphical fidelity and the mm-hmm. frame rates but but if it's a i mean if we, yeah I, I hear what you're saying if the gp the gpu and the xbox one is strong mm-hmm. it's just the other stuff that needs yeah to be better. so there's also ram like ram also has speeds on it yeah. megahertz speeds um yeah the yeah. amount of ram but the quality of the ram as well so like ddr3 versus ddr4 versus ddr5 um dance dance revolution 4 exactly yeah. uh-huh uh so the more dance dance revolutions you have the the better <laughs> <laughs> 
I wish I wish they talk computer the more, specs like that. The, the more dance dance revolutions you have, the better the graphics yeah, yeah, are. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but RAM's a big deal. Also, um, the previous Xbox Ones they didn't have SSDs. Um, yeah. They had high quality yeah. spin up drives, but they weren't SSDs. And so, um, not only moving to an SSD, <laughs> not only moving to an SSD, but also moving to a custom SSD where they built it to have uh, custom yeah. caching, um, like a, a cache spec that is higher as well. Um, right. A lot of other things. Architecture is super important. Um, not having moving parts, um, which makes an SSD a lot better, run smoother, less heat. Um, so there's a there's a ton of stuff like architecture of the motherboard too, um, that makes a big difference. There's just a lot yeah. there's a lot of things that make that make a system better besides the GPU. Now the GPU is like the all stars, the thing that a lot of people focus on. But sure, I mean if if you don't have proper RAM, if your CPU can't handle the load, if if you know a lot of other things happen. Then your GPU is still going to be still have a threshold because it doesn't have right. a foundation. So, right, right. I think it's super smart. Um, I think like we could even move to a, a system where like um, where it's like even more modular. Like, what if the mm-hmm. what if in the future uh, something like the Series S? Like a couple years later, <laughs> they had a modular GPU where you can switch it out to be equal to like a Series X. Yeah. It would cost more over time, but in the in the short run, you'd pay less for the startup costs, and then you'd be able to upgrade to that full spec. Um, right, like that could be ridiculously incredible. Because like a lot of people, a lot of people would go that route. It's like I don't have the money now, and I'd definitely go three hundred in. But then let's say for two hundred fifty bucks, I can upgrade the GPU to make it a full spec Series X. Yeah, instead um, of having to buy a, whole, a brand new console. Exactly, um, and so. Yeah. So it would be an interesting move. Um, I do think in maybe a year or two, we're probably going to hear about an all di- all digital full spec um, Series X. And so um, I swear, every time I hear the names, I just get annoyed. Yeah, I'm tr- <laughs> I'm being really cognizant of which one I know, I'm saying. You are. You have to be. You have <laughs> yeah. to. Be. That's why this naming convention is so bad. Yeah. Um. So. Oh my gosh. Anyway, please let's talk about Ben's day out. Oh my gosh. So. <laughs> Uh, I was talking to my wife at dinner, and we were just talking about things we're thankful for. And I was like, I'm thankful that I was able to, as a 34-year-old man, uh, like, <laughs> like go go to four different physical locations to try and get an Xbox Series X pre-order. But yes, that gives you a little hint of what I did today. So uh, la- on Sunday, I went to a nearby GameStop. And I was nervous about going to GameStop in the first place because they may legitimately be out of business in two months. <laughs> We've refunded your order. <laughs> yeah, seriously, because we're bankrupt. Um, but I went to Best Buy first on Sunday. This is on Sunday. I went to Best Buy first, and I asked them about pre-order stuff. And the guy told me that he didn't know when they were going to start, even though the announcement said 22nd. He didn't know when they were going to start. Uh, he thought it was going to be next month. But he said, check in at the end of this month. Gosh. And I was like, that sounds sketchy and weird. So I want to go to this GameStop, I guess, and ask them. So I asked them. He said that they're going to start on the 22nd, try and get here as early as you can. It's first come, first serve. Yeah. And he didn't know how many Xboxes they were going to get uh, because they just hadn't got that information yet. So I hear, but, but he tells me that PlayStation sent, uh, or, you know, like the inventory promise was 18 PlayStation 5s. 
So I was like, okay, 18 PlayStation 5s, and that those are all been pre-ordered. You know, those are all right. gone. But okay, that's I, I would I would expect about the same amount to be you know of, of Xbox Ones mm-hmm. or no sorry Xbox Series X's <laughs> to be sent. I, I can't even keep up with it. Um, Series X's to be sent there as well. So I was like, okay, yeah, I mean that uh, that sounds good. So I, I teach a class in the morning on Tuesdays, mm-hmm. and so I taught this class this morning, and it ends at nine fifteen. And it was like as soon as it was done. Like I got my stuff, I left. I went to GameStop. I got there just just prior to nine thirty, and I thought that it was going to be a madhouse. I thought that I wasn't going to be able to, you know, to be able to get in line at a reasonable place yeah. and actually get a chance. But I get there, and there's only like seven people in line. Yeah. So I get in line. I'm eighth. I'm like, this feels good. I mean, <laughs> I, I was telling myself I'm not going to get an Xbox. I'm not yeah. going to get. I'm not going to get a pre order. It's not going to happen because I'm here too late. Probably people camping out since last night. You know, like mega nerds that have nothing else to do with their time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm joking, but yeah. But I really thought, I was like, I'm not going to get there in time. And, but I did. And so I was like, okay, I'm eighth in line. This is good, you know? Yeah. And so I'm chatting with people in line. We're kind of nerding out about Xboxes and Pokemon cards and anime, you know? <laughs> of like course. You of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, about 10 minutes before 10, uh, one of the employees opens the door and she says, um, I think I guess she had made this announcement before I got there, but I didn't know this. And so she's like, "Okay, like I said, it's going to be first come, first serve. We're going to do one person at a time." And uh, you know, just so you know, we only got four units. Oh, gosh. So and I love this line too. She goes, "So the people in the back of the line," and I was like, "People in the back? Seventy-five percent of the line is not going to get anything because there's only twelve people here. Yeah. So the first four are going to get stuff, and the rest of us are not." <laughs> So it's not the back of the line; it's the it's the second the, half the, of the line. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was like, okay. Um, so I guess I'm gonna leave. And and when she says she's got four units, she means there's two X's and two S's Jeez. that are being sent to that store. So I'm like, well, okay. I guess I'm gonna try somewhere else. So the Best Buy is right next door, mm. <clears throat> and I as I'm pulling my car out, I see people are going inside the store. So I'm like, okay, they're doing pre-orders today apparently because there are people lined up. And so I went inside the the store, <clears throat> and we're we're like getting shuffled over to this one side of the store. And the guy tells us, he's like, all right, and what we need you to do is download the Best Buy app, oh, and go ahead and try and pull this up because we're gonna try and get you going on these on the registers, but just in case, just in case you need a fallback, try and have the app open and see if that will work for you. If you can get it done that way, great. If we can get you on the register, great. You know, because we know that they're gonna go fast. So I was like, okay, so I had to download the app and I'm like, I have to create an account. So I did that. And I get paired up with this, I get paired up with this woman who's who doesn't work in the store. She works in the warehouse and she does not want to be there. <laughs> Why? I don't know. This doesn't seem like a bad, <laughs> bad situation. Yeah. I know. I was like, are you actually going to work hard to help me get this? I don't know. I mean, it was after a few minutes, like we, we kind of started chatting. She was, she was pretty cool, yeah. but I, I, she didn't, she works in the warehouse. Like yeah. she, I don't think she probably doesn't think of herself as a people person or like a register person, you know, yeah. a customer service person, which is fine. Not everyone's like that, but she was actually pretty cool once we started talking and, and <clears throat> Uh, so their their stuff went live for Best Buy at ten fifteen. That's when it was supposed to go live to be able to do pre-orders. Mm-hmm. So she's got my stuff pulled up. 
we we start to do the to try and do the pre-order and then there's no option for shipping like there's no option for shipping either to my address or to the store and it's not showing up and and i've got the app open and it keeps on saying coming soon like it's like 10 15 it's like coming soon and i don't i don't know what's going on so like 10 minutes go by and we're just sitting there waiting i'm refreshing the app every now and again coming soon by the way, the Best Buy app is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just want to say that. Best Buy, if you're listening, <laughs> and, uh, we're still looking for sponsors. Yeah, fix your app. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I, I'd be willing to say you're great. <laughs> so um, it's like 10 minutes go by. She's like refreshing stuff. I'm refreshing stuff. Maybe another five minutes go by or 10 minutes go by. And eventually the, the, the web page on the, on the app changes but it still says coming soon, but there's a there's new text there, and it says pre-orders only online. What? And so, I know. And so I was like, that, that can't be true. I mean, like, there's, there's got to be something off here because, I mean, I'm in Best Buy. The employees are fully expecting to pre-order people here. Yeah. And so I wait another five minutes probably, and then the dude who was, like, giving us the instructions in the first place, he's, like, coming over and checking on stuff. And so I show him that screen. I was like, hey, it says... That th- this says there's only pre-orders online. He's like, oh, that's weird. I- let me go check something. So he's probably gone another five minutes. Meanwhile, I'm getting texts from my wife and from you the, to uh, to check out Target. Yeah. Uh, so I pull like while I'm waiting on him to come back, and while I may potentially eventually be able to pre-order something on the register and on my app through Best Buy, I've got my I've got Chrome open and I'm going through Target <laughs> and Target. <laughs> Target has got this, you know, it's like I pull up, I can see it there, and it says pre-order now, and I press the button. And this is the thing that was happening with Target. It's so funny because there's like, I'm glad this happened to lots of people. So like when I describe my experience, there are tweets about this Mm. from other people. So Target, I was like pressing the pre-order now button, and it wasn't doing anything. Yeah, Like it, it wouldn't forward anything. So I pressed it several times. And eventually it's like, your cart already has too many of the items. <laughs> and so I'm like, and so I'm like, oh, okay. So I, I was like, check my cart. And it turns out I've got two Xbox Series X in my cart. So I delete one of them because I don't want to spend $1,000 today. Oh, you should have <laughs> just done it anyway. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, Target and its infinite wisdom has decided that in order to do any checkouts with their online store, you have to have an account. So like I go to check out and it's like create an account and I'm like where's the check out as a guest yeah. option where where why can I not check out as a guest it, there's no there's no check out as guest option mm-hmm. so I ha- I'm like okay let me go through it Qu- quickly make make an account while I'm making this account the dude who was making the announcements at Best Buy he he's calling everyone over he's like if you're here for an Xbox Series X pre order come over here. He calls us all over and he makes the announcement to all of us while I'm like getting a verification code for my target (laughs) account. (laughs) I'm just like, I've got, got, I'm just trying to do as many as I can. He, he, he's like, sorry, we just found out that we're not doing pre-orders in the store. It's only all online. So much. So I'm like not mad at him or the woman I was working with. They were both super nice, but I'm very annoyed at Best Buy for having such horrible communication with yeah. their own employees. I mean, Xbox has has already mentioned all that like they 
they there was a date about when they were going to do this mm-hmm. on the 22nd. How in the world does Best Buy not communicate to its employees that they're not going to do in-person pre-orders at the store a, until 45 minutes after they went live? It's a big <laughs> deal, too, because everybody assumes if you're going to pre-order for the console, you got to go to the store. It's you know, a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah, Never so, heard of that happening ever with any retailer. Neither have I. Neither have I. It was really weird. So he tells us that. He's like, but check your apps. And it says coming soon right now, but it will update. And then check that to do that. So anyway, I'm like, okay, fine. So I'm like still trying with Target. And after I have like created my account, I go to my shopping cart. And it's like, your cart is empty. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, okay. So I'm like going back to the Xbox thing. And I'm like, pre-order now, pre-order now. And it's doing this thing where it's saying there's too many in your cart. But then I hit the cart and there's nothing in it. Yeah. So the, I was like, all right, this website's freaking out. And I, I keep on checking the Best Buy app, and it's not working. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to try. It still says coming soon. So I'll, okay, I'm going to try a different GameStop. So I go to this other GameStop in Auburn. And I walk in, and I, I'm like, I'm assuming you guys are already pre-ordered out. And they said, yeah. Oh, and I say, how many did y'all get? Nick, guess how many they got at that store. I want to say, like, at least eight. Three. They got one X and two S's. So, Jeez. as far as I can tell, because I there's no physical pre-ordering at any other locations in my neighbor in my area, because Walmart was already sold out, Target was not working, Best Buy was not doing physical pre-orders at the store. So, as best as I can tell, the only stores in my in those two cities, I mean, like I got I live in a place that's got sister cities. So, these two cities that have these different stores that they got. Fit like physical pre-order promises of inventory. Uh-huh. Seven Xboxes total. Enough to fit in your car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And three three of those are X's yeah. and four of those are S's. Yeah. <sighs> so I'm like, between these two stores, you sent less than half of the amount of PlayStation 5s that you sent to but one store? Yeah. Like, what is happening? I don't understand what's going on right now. I think there's another anyway. I think there's another GameStop in a, in the mall in our town. So I go to the mall and I find out that actually no, there's that GameStop's close. <laughs> so I'm like, didn't even I'm make like it. Walking through the mall. I know, I know. I'm walking through a mall and I can't find the GameStop. So I'm like, all right, we're done. I pull up my phone and I'm like, just I'll check the websites again. I go to Target and I see that there's a one in my shopping cart. I swear this stuff was done to me today just to screw with me. (laughs) (laughs) So I like press the shopping cart thing and it's like, you have an Xbox Series X in your shopping cart. And so I was like, what? Okay. So I start like entering my credit card information and I do all that kind of stuff. I go through the process. I'm like, pay. And it's like, error. (laughs) There's something, there's something wrong with the item in your shopping cart. And what they mean by there's something wrong with the item is that it's already sold out. It was like some kind of glitch on my phone when it finally caught up. No, it's their system. They weren't, instead of when people put it in the cart, it should have held that item for a certain amount of time. And because their system was. And it may have, but I didn't check it for a while. Well, uh, so. the, The issue that most people were having, like you mentioned, is it wasn't populating the cart. Um, and, Mm -mm. uh, hundreds and hundreds of people had that issue like i saw yep. tweets too of people saying yep went to my cart no xbox uh series x in there and you know they would refresh the page a bunch of times and then finally eventually it would show up and they would try to check out and then it would they would get an error during the checkout <laughs> process 
<laughs> I know. It was like, it was stuff. It's like, it keeps on telling me I've got too many Xboxes. And <laughs> and I've got none. Like, I've got none in my shopping cart, but it keeps on telling me I've got too many in there. Yeah, so right. It was, it's just this weird stuff. And um, so then I go home, and I'm like, as soon as I get home, I check the Best Buy app, and it's finally updated, and it's like, pre-order now. So I'm like, clicking that. I'm like, okay, pre-order <laughs> now. I'm going to try that. And then I go upstairs, and I actually get on my, my PC, and I'm like, pre-order now. And so I get this, <laughs> I get this message that's like, due to high demand, this product has not been added to your cart. <laughs> and I'm like, what a weird way to say that. Like, why don't you say, like, due to high, to man- high demand, like, our website can't handle this. You know, something like that. Like, otherwise, it just kind of sounds like a lot of people want this, but you don't get one. (laughs) We're going to hold back on selling this item because a lot of people want it. (laughs) That's kind of what it sounds like, but it almost sounds personal. Yeah. (laughs) Due to high demand, you don't deserve one. (laughs) You don't want this (laughs) enough. (laughs) Yeah, you don't really want this. So um, it says, like, try again in a minute. So I kept on, I tried, and then it went into the cart. I was like, great. So I, then I tried to check out with PayPal, because I've got a PayPal account. I can do that really quickly. And nope. It's like, by the time I hit PayPal, it was already out of my cart again, because someone else had already paid or something. I don't know. So then I kept on trying with Best Buy, and it was, all, it was no good. So I went to Microsoft, Sold out at Microsoft, sold out at Walmart, sold out at Target, sold out at Best Buy. Amazon's page won't even show up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's dogs. Like I keep on getting pictures of dogs with like, sorry, this page isn't working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so oh I was just gosh. like, all right, well, I guess that's it. And that was like a two hour journey to not get an Xbox pre order. Dude. I am so sorry. It's 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 okay. It's almost like when you were right there at the end of the, uh, the dungeon, and, and like everything went wrong. Yeah. yeah. Which which hurt worse, this one or the dungeon? Uh, uh the dungeon probably. I mean, this definitely hurts because oh. I. It's not a big deal, but I just I've never bought a console on day one. Yeah. Yeah. And in all my years of playing video games, I've never bought a console on day one. And I just thought, this would be fun. This would be fun to do. I've got the funds. I think it would be really enjoyable to just get this on day one. It will probably suck on day one, like new consoles on day one. It's like they need a patch just to work. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like it's <laughs> probably not <laughs> yeah. It's probably not that great. And um, I, I was just like, yeah, or... Uh, or like something, something's gone wrong with the, the Xbox or the console of some kind. And so it's just, it's one of those things where I was like, it will probably suck, but I want to have the experience at least once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. And, and, and now I'm like, I don't even know when I'll be able to get one because apparently they're only sending like two to a store. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, this is gonna this is gonna keep you jaded for the next fifteen years on console release. <laughs> it, <will. laughs> it will, it will. See, so, I mean, we'll see. I think I think you need to live your life like I do, where you have low expectations and like <laughs> you ex- you expect so little of things that you're never disappointed. Um, <laughs> you're never happy you either. Live in a, <laughs> you live in a constant state of disappointment. Absolutely, so when you're yeah. disappointed. It's not surprising. Yeah, it's like no, like I mean, and it's like. It, 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 yeah, exactly. It's, and it's not its not the end of the world. Yeah. It's like I didn't get to pre-order a console. Like, first world problems. Not a big deal. Yeah. It was a little bit discouraging, especially because I was just like, I'm definitely not going to get one at GameStop. And then I get there, mm-hmm. and 
I'm like eighth in line. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I think I actually, I think I actually will be able to pre pre-order one. And then it was like, we only have four and it was just done. So you I was like, okay, I guess, I guess not. <laughs> you rode this roller coaster of like having your hopes lifted I and did, then like, dashed for two and, hours yeah. over and over and over again. Yeah. From, yep. from multiple places, sites, <laughs> physical and abstract and, and I really don't know how Best Buy doesn't communicate to its own employees that they're not doing pre like pre-orders for the next console reveal. Yeah. Like, like how does that? What? How do you not know that? They uh, well, that's the thing about having a headquarters where I mean, most of the people are probably aren't paying attention to that. Um, yeah. And so it's it's frustrating. It's super frustrating. I I really did kind of resign myself to like at the beginning of the year I was considering maybe trying to get get yeah. an next-gen console um you know especially like cyberpunk i was thinking maybe i'll wait to play cyberpunk for sure. um and then like as corona hit and then like people were going to work from home game studios were seeing delays on games i was just like no there's no hope for me i'm not gonna even get my hopes up about it but then when you said that you're probably gonna get one which i've never <laughs> i was like for real uh i was like yes <laughs> all right let's i can at least kind of experience it let's through go. you um, I know, yeah well, we were gonna have you come up, and like yeah. on the day that it came out, you were gonna come hang out, which I think I think would have worked. It's like the day right before yeah. uh, a national conference for me starts. Since I'm gonna be online, <laughs> so I'd be able to get I'd be able to get the Xbox and then yeah. set it up and maybe play it a little bit that day, and then not touch it for four days. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, it still would have been fun. It would have been just something yeah. like to bring us back to our twenties. Yeah, right. You know, our, our earlier twenties. You know? um, <laughs> like when we went to go pick up Mass Effect Two at midnight, something like that. Oh man. Um, but uh, it's just well, uh, when it happens, yeah. like whenever you get the console, we'll still make that happen. I'll come up, we'll yeah, hang out. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, that'd be fun. But it's it is frustrating. It's super frustrating. I'm trying to like keep really honestly like this year. It's really for me about just keeping my expectations low about stuff. You know, uh, like yeah, yeah. And that, I think that helped with uh, hearing that Cyberpunk was delayed. I was just like, cool. You know, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> Twice. Uh, yeah, hearing uh, all this stuff about right, right. The, wasn't, it, wasn't it delayed from like April to September and then September to November? It was like supposed to be like March or April and then like July and then they delayed it again to like September or October or whatever, November. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, I think the first one was like, yeah, maybe we can get this out by summer. And then the second one was like, all right, let's be realistic. It's not coming out soon. Let's just um, be realistic about the timeline. So, um, I think they'll yeah. hit the next dead uh, the next um, deadline. I think it's in a place right now where it is playable, and they're just like, we have an excuse. Let's go ahead and squish the bugs. Um, oh not- yeah. Well, if you think about it, like the Avengers came game came out like <sighs> two weeks ago. Yeah. And they they released a patch a few days ago that fixed one thousand bugs. <laughs> Why rush it out? I don't Why know. Why rush it out? There's no. Uh, yeah, I watched um, Skillup's uh, review of it, and yeah, that 50 minute monster yeah, of a review. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was a lot of like, there's so much promise and potential to this game, but then like, he even mentioned yeah. Destiny, where it's like, uh, you know, we're just gonna expect this game to release in a state and expect in a year from now for it to be something, you know, worth picking up and playing, um, and that's really right. disappointing. Uh, like I think Square Enix still had a, an excuse to be able to delay it, but I think they got a little cocky, um, thinking you know we'll be the heroes and release this really anticipated game. And <sighs> I think I think I I think it's probably just along the same thinking of like none of these games are released 
in a good state. Yeah. We'll release this and we'll fix it over time. And like, I, I really don't want to be too harsh on developers. I know it's a tough job, but it's like we've had so many games like that. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I really don't blame the majority of the developers. It's those higher ups that are making these calls. Yeah, that's like, true. That's true. If you know some of these, but why don't you pull your employees and say, "Hey, do you guys think it's in a it's in a state to release? Do you think there's some?" And like Skillaby mentioned, there were points where the game was broken to where it couldn't play. Right. Um, and right. that's but, not acceptable. Yeah, that's that's not acceptable. Um, yeah. And so I think. I think it, it was a mistake to release it. They should have at least taken a couple more times and done a few playthroughs with, with QA. Like, Well, honestly, just the way that it made... I mean, it's like they, they could have released it two weeks later and had a thousand bugs fixed. Right, exactly. Which shows that it was it was rushed yeah. out. Like, they were trying to hit their yeah. deadline. Why? Yeah. Why? And especially in a time like this. You have an excuse. You have an excuse. Take the excuse. Yeah. Delay it a little bit and just make sure that... Yeah. I mean, if, if they came out with a statement saying... We really wanted to make this deadline, but there's just too many bugs in it right now for it for us to, with integrity, release this game in this state. Right. Um, I think some people would have been angry, but most people would have gone the route of like Cyberpunk and said, "Yeah, that's fine. Take the time that you need, make it good, and then put it out there." Because I I guarantee you, there's a lot of people that played the game and they're super disappointed now, and that's really Mm -hmm. hard to redeem that that feel in a game. Well, I mean, a lot of people never came back to Destiny for that very reason. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and then suckers like you and me got sucked into it. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very, very true. Um, but j- just to, I, 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 we're coming up on an hour pretty soon, so sure. I, I want to hit on the Last of Us spoiler talk. But um, <clears throat> I mean, one of the reasons why I wanted to get an Xbox Day One mm-hmm. is, you know, I was thinking about this. Um, people have been really hitting on Xbox because the lack of. Um, exclusives yeah uh so first off that might be fixed by the massive acquisition they made yesterday of zenimax and bethesda so now they have potential for some really big name exclusives um, through fallout starfield uh doom like a bunch of really yeah arcane studios as well which is doing dishonored done some really made some really great games um but uh another thing i was thinking was a lot of the reasons why I want a new system is so I can play the games that I already like yeah. at better, with better performance. Sure, absolutely. And and so the Xbox coming out on day one and not having like a system seller mm-hmm. doesn't really mean that much to me. Like it it, 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 like it means a lot to me to be able to play Destiny two at sixty FPS from a console that I can capture so that I can have like a 60 FPS capture on my stream. Yeah, right. Like that's something I want to do because I just, it looks so much better at higher frame rate. Yeah. And a lot of the streams have are, are played on PC and I would just like to have that. And then on top of that, like all the other moves besides the naming convention, which is horrible, mm-hmm. Xbox is making so many strong pro-consumer moves sure. of like the Game Pass, which is a really good deal. They just teamed up with the EA Access to add like 60 more games yeah. to that mm-hmm. for no extra cost. And then the Beth- the Bethesda lineup will will be joining that uh, pretty soon. You sent me a text today of a screenshot of Destiny 2, Shadowkeep, and Forsaken. So the original campaign, Shadowkeep, and Forsaken are all on Game Pass now. Yeah. And I think Beyond Light is coming to it as well. Yeah. So it's just like, it's just a really compelling consumer-friendly product that you can then play on a really strong. I mean, honestly, it's like a. I mean, it's like a 
mid-range PC. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're, they're talking about getting frame rates and stuff like that. That's better better than what I can do. You can play Destiny like, 2 cloud streaming right now on Game Pass. <sighs> like, here's, that's, here's crazy. that's crazy. That's <laughs> crazy. Here's another thing. I, I've been an iPhone user for forever, and I've really <laughs> never considered making a switch to Android, but Apple is pissing me off so yeah. much with this stupid, proprietary... Peeing on their territory stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> that they're not... Oh, my gosh. That, like, Game Pass is not, like... Or, like, cloud streaming on your phone is only working for Android. And I'm yeah. very annoyed with it. It's It's been really cool. I've been testing it out with a game called Spiritfarer. And it's performed... Yeah, yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, it's been, it's been performing pretty well. Um, I haven't tried any first-person shooters or anything like that. But if I'm playing on my phone... I. I'm not probably not going to play anything like too high action right now. Yeah, uh, most yeah, of that sure. I want to experience on my TV, you know, um, yeah. 4K and that sort of thing. But um, it's just really, really awesome. Their their whole ecosystem that they're created is absolutely like super friendly. Like PC yeah. to Xbox, you can play on deal. your mobile device if it's an Android. You can play this yeah. incredible catalog of games, um, and more are coming. And like, yeah, it really is interesting now. Like a lot of PS5 people were like, "We're on PlayStation because of exclusives." And then like, I saw a comment on a YouTube video that was saying like, "Now a lot of these PlayStation people are like, please allow Elder Scrolls on PlayStation." <laughs> <laughs> you know? I know. I know. Uh, yeah. So like, I, and I think they will. But if you think about that, that means that. Well, it's like so. It's kind of confusing because that that game Deathloop, yeah, and I think another game that's being produced by Zenimax mm-hmm. are PlayStation exclusives that's at least right. for a time. So that means that a Microsoft-owned company is releasing PlayStation exclusives. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, I mean, that's a big deal. That's a big deal for Xbox to say, look, we're not going to take games away from people that had planned on playing this, which I, yeah, I, we're, we're going to honor that. Yeah. yeah. That's a big deal. That shows a big integrity move. I, I mean, and it, it, it does. And at the same time, Tokyo, yeah, yeah. Tokyo goes, sorry. She was in chat. Just mentioned that. But, um, it, it, it does say that, but it's also like Microsoft. That's a, that's kind of a win-win. Yeah. It's like. I mean, we own it now. So yeah. if you are only playing on a PlayStation, we're still getting a cut of that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I it it opens up doors too for for them to say, look, we have exclusives that you want, Sony. You have exclusives that we want. Let's do a little bit of trading. Uh, yeah, that would be so. That would be so great. What if like God of War Imagine and Horizon? God of War t- yes. Yeah. What if they yes. they did this like trade system? I mean, and- come on, it would be so great. I mean, I understand why PlayStation won't do it. I, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. They've never really played nice, and I don't expect yeah. them to start. But it it would be amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love that so much. Yeah. And so, and also, like when you sent me that text, it blew my mind. I did some looking around. Uh, right after that poking around and sent you more responses of just like my mind is exploding with the implications of this because like this oh, could yeah, also the mean Bethesda, is it a max buy yeah this could also mean like the polish of a the outer world kind of game for fallout uh this could mean like microsoft studio game studios chipping in and helping kill bugs and making elder scrolls games like better 
not even just that. I was watching a layman video because they they did a news drop because of this. Mm -hmm. And one of the things they hinted at was that Zenimax doesn't appear to be very good with money. Mm -hmm. And I don't know much about that, but they but they do. They know more about than I do. Yeah. Uh, um, at least Ralph does. Uh, right. <laughs> his, his brother probably <laughs> didn't. But, um, <laughs> but like, think about like if they have Microsoft's pockets. Mm -hmm. Think about how much better uh like more pro consumer pricing yeah and like imagine like fallout i mean because we were i was so certain that elder scrolls 6 and starfield were going to be filled to the brim mm -hmm. with microtransactions yeah. after playing for paying for a full full price game but now imagine if they're not so concerned about money mm -hmm. If they can just make great games and there aren't and they aren't loaded down with microtransactions and yeah. bullcrap like that, I mean that that to me that's like that's like the best scenario. Yeah, like absolutely. I will take a Starfield and a and an Elder Scrolls Six that have the same bugs and that eventually get that eventually get stomped out by hard work if you just get rid of the microtransactions. Yeah, absolutely. This is this is also another big thing. Like we could. It could be 15 years between Skyrim and Elder Scrolls 6. But now, it's potential. We're going to see these games a lot sooner because there's these resources so. now. So okay. Starfield, I think we're probably another two to three years before seeing that. And maybe another two to three years before we see Elder Scrolls 6 after Starfield. So like so. now we might be able to see these you know, in the next few years because they'll be yeah. able to have yeah. other studios help out. And like, and when's the last time you've heard people upset about a Microsoft Studios game, about it being super buggy or about it being broken or about like it filled with microtransactions or anything like that? I do think Gears of War had some pretty bad bugs. Like Gears mm -hmm. of War Four had some bugs that yeah. were there, but I don't remember it being a big deal. Yeah, and Five, I've only heard praises for. Or maybe it was Gears Five. Five, yeah. yeah. Gears five. So like, uh, uh, there's yeah. there's there's so much this opens up for both. Microsoft and ZeniMax IPs. Um, There's a lot of potential. So Rage, well, Rage being Doom Three. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's there's so much this opens Doom up. Doom Three is an Xbox exclusive. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. And like, if you have Game Pass, you could just play it instead of having to Wolfenstein yeah. or Wolfenstein game. Elder Scroll, Elder Scroll Six. Yeah, just day one um, for Game Pass. That, I mean, that's yeah, that's really compelling. Yeah, so I'm really, really, really interested to see. Um, I actually looked up like the net worth of Microsoft, which I'm not, you know, I'm I don't know if this is accurate or not, but it's like close to one trillion dollars um, for their net worth. Oh, yeah, so like seven point sure five billion for Zenimax, and getting <laughs> getting the IPs that they were able to get is like that's a is this is one of probably the most brilliant video game moves I've ever seen. Uncle Phil is killing it over there. Yeah. He really is. Um, and so... He really is. I'm really hoping he doesn't turn up to be like a, a secret evil villain. Uh, <laughs> Me too, dude. <laughs> Me too. I'm yeah. like, like, Phil, you seem so wholesome, man. Please don't be... Please don't be a tool. Like, yeah. Uh, we, we're rooting for you. You're doing great stuff. It's like you're our last yeah. hope. <laughs> so... <laughs> I know. Uh, All right. So just in the last few minutes yeah. here, let's get into some Last of Us spoiler talk. Because uh, I beat this probably just over a month and a half ago. And we were talking about it. has been a lot of times since we had a podcast. We were talking about it. Mm -hmm. And the podcast with Dr. Jordan. And uh, and you said you were going to get back into yeah. it. And so you finished it. And so now we're going to we're gonna spoil this game. If you have not played Last of Us, uh, if you're in the chat, get out of here. We don't want to ruin anything for you. If you're listening to the podcast, thanks so much for hanging out. 
uh, but we don't want to we don't want to spoil anything for you. So we'll give you a little bit of time uh, before we before we move into last of a spoiler talk. There's something else with the stream I I forgot to mention that um, uh, uh, basically we're just making some changes with the stream and um, made it where from here on out half of all profit made in the stream goes to St Jude Children's Research Hospital. And I've also created a link where if you don't want to give to the stream and you just want to help fight help kids fight cancer, then you can just there's a link I've got for the, through the channel. You can give directly to St. Jude. It's such a wonderful cause. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, it's like literally anything ad revenue or bits or sub subs or whatever. All half of it will go to uh, St. Jude. Um, so just want to make that announcement in the podcast. Yeah, man. But yeah, so Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Um, so you finally beat it. The, tell me your tell me high level thoughts. All right, so definitely in the top three favorite games ever. Uh, Incredible, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, starting from gameplay, g- gameplay, it, it still holds up. Still holds up. All the controls. It does. It, yeah. Everything just feels great. Feels very smooth. The animations are are incredible. Um, the effects, the world is beautiful, very well thought out and built levels. Um, story was a f- a fantastic. And just the way that they paced the story to go along with the gameplay was really, really incredible. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so, yeah, definitely top three games ever um, that I played. That's something you mentioned last time we talked about it. And I, I have to agree. One of the things that stood out to me the most was the pacing. Yeah. Because I just felt like there was enough action and the gameplay, I was I think some people complain about it. I thought it was perfectly serviceable. I thought it was totally fine mm-hmm. like for serving what the game was meant to do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and it, that's a subjective thing to a degree, but I, I felt like it worked fine. And then there was just enough of it in between cutscenes. Mm-hmm. And then, but the cutscenes weren't, it wasn't like... It wasn't like Metal Gear, where it's like, "Oh, this is a two-hour long cutscene." <laughs> um, it it yeah. was, it was like, "Here's you know an hour of gameplay and like a really solid five-minute cutscene to keep you going to the next thing." And I thought it was brilliantly paced. Yeah, it, uh, I think I think one thing that, like you said, one thing that makes Metal Gear games and um, some games like they try to make the cutscenes too dramatic or whatever, and really, um, it's. And for the last of us it was just about let's let's just give you enough information that you need let's not try to mm-hmm, over mm-hmm. over dramatize it and you know yeah, all this stuff it's like subtle stuff mm-hmm. um, good character development yeah great story development yeah it was wonderful yeah and so i picked it up um about the church graveyard i think it was i played i actually looked at my timeline and it was like a year and a half ago that i started it <laughs> um yeah, but I still remember like everything mm-hmm. that happened in that first um, part of it, and then yeah. played from there, and um, I was just blown away. I was just super, super blown away. Um, and then I played the um, the uh, the Beyond or Left Behind um, DLC portion of it. Did you play that? I, I haven't actually played that yet. No. It it tells a story of. Um, it's it's Ellie's story before, yeah, right? Ellie and the yeah. girl that she was best friends with, um, right. AKA had a crush on that sort of thing, uh, and yeah, how she yeah. how she became infected essentially, um, or mm. yeah, how she got bit and then learned that she was immune. 
essentially. Sorry, that, that's a really serious thing, but you said you got bit, and that just reminds me of uh, Chang from Community. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, you got bit. <laughs> sorry, sorry, that's why I was laughing. It's like, it's not... <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Really sad, like uh, she. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Ben Chang. <laughs> I know. Oh, gosh. Uh, oh my gosh! No, it was um, yeah, it You're was bit. <laughs> yeah, and Schmiz in the chat just made a really interesting point of like, you know, it was really going between like going for it and going loud and then stealthing. Um, yeah, it was just it was really really great giving you just enough control. It's a linear game, yeah. which I'm not a big fan of like linear games. I like open world more, but this I mean it's it it felt open world and it felt Yeah. Yeah. Um it just felt really really great and so um but what you would you Dude Yeah, go ahead. What do you think about the how it ended? Like I was just going to say there's so many there are so many beats in that story that just hit you sideways. Mm -hmm. I mean like after the sniping uh, mode, where you're with, I can't remember their names right now, but the 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 guy and his little brother, yeah, and his little brother is infected, uh -huh. and then the guy shoots him and then shoots himself, yeah, and it was like right after a moment of warmth, it's like this really great sequence, and there's like this connection building, mm -hmm. and then immediately cut out by a tragedy, yeah, and then. Um, Honestly, one of my favorite aspects of the entire story is when Ellie is kidnapped by that crazy group yeah. of people. Yeah, yeah. And Joel, <laughs> like I, I played Grand Theft Auto Five all the way through, and the torture sequence in that game made me very uncomfortable. Yeah, because of so much of what you're doing. And Last of Us Two and Last of Us One, I didn't feel uncomfortable at yeah. all with Joel torturing those guys because <laughs> he. <laughs> And because uh, it was just like Joel is just going off on these guys. He's going to get the information. He's going to go rescue Ellie. But Ellie is like, she's like tough. She's like protected herself. She fought against the guy who was the leader of that. Mm -hmm. And then honestly, it's just brilliant. Like absolutely brilliant. The decision they made that when Joel got to her, that their dialogue cut out. You can see them talking to each other. Yeah. And you kind of know what's being said, yeah. but you don't know the actual words. And I think that's perfect yeah. because so much of the story is about, and this will lead into the end. So much of the story is about Joel's PTSD. So like, um, if you look at like symptom clusters from post-traumatic stress disorder, things like numbing, uh, hypervigilance. Mm -hmm. So like things that you, you're very hypervigilant to avoid triggers of yeah. emotional responses that remind you of your trauma. Uh, emotional outbursts or reactivity, but you can also feel very numb. Yeah. And like so much of what he is doing is trying desperately to avoid remembering the loss of his daughter. Yeah, absolutely. And Ellie, Ellie reminds him so much of her that, I mean, I mean, like that's poignantly shown when his brother sh tries to give him a picture of him and his daughter and he, rejects. and he refuses it. It's like, you know he wants that picture. You know that he wants to have that picture, but it's killing him to see it. Yeah. And he and he doesn't know how to handle it. Like it's it's a I hate to say immaturity because I'm not trying to like be judgmental of people who are dealing with PTSD, but he clearly hasn't found a way to manage it mm -hmm. um to to manage it like well so that he can actually uh, adjust. Yeah. But but he he kind of lets that go in that moment that he saves. Well, he didn't really save Ellie. He 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 gets to her yeah. after she's you know killed the killed the bad guy, and and it's like in that moment 
he he he's gone full in just let go to, to caring for yeah. her like like he he's let he's let down his walls and he has essentially adopted her as his daughter yeah you know and it's uh before that it was just all avoidance of behavior from him it's just he's trying 100%. to avoid he's trying dealing. to get rid of her he's yeah yep. absolutely he tries to pawn her off um but there's like yep. that little part of him that still is tr- is holding on uh even on a yep. subconscious level and Yep. And, you know, at the end there, you where he does just finally give in, um, it's one of those things to where it's it's that thought of, I felt that pain before, it's not worth feeling again no matter what. And then at mm-hmm. the end there mm-hmm. where he decides, like, it doesn't matter. He just needs to needs to push past that and deal with it. And, and uh, you know, when, when he when he's about to leave Ellie and then she runs off and he goes, him and his brother go yeah. find her and bring her yeah. back. And he decides that this is an important relationship. He wants to try right. to see this through. I think that's like the beginning of him dealing with that and accepting that. I think his so daughter too. Was, was, I think so too. And it's such a good moment too. Cause it's like, all right, well let's just do this. And he, he, you know, yeah. Grabs her. And it's and so her tough because he, he he finally like reaches over that cliff, uh, not cliff, but like just that crosses that mountain. Yeah, absolutely. You know, of emotion and and connection and attachment. He attaches himself to this girl. He's going to take care of her and love her like like he's her father. Mm-hmm. And then the very next thing is this impossible decision. Yeah, where she is that they she is immune because of the something special about her brain and they have to kill her and take the cordyceps out of her brain to be able to study it and reverse engineer a cure yeah. and it's not like she chose it she was unconscious and they kept her unconscious it wasn't like she was able to have this moment where she's like i'd choose this even though she probably would have yeah like based off the game she wanted her immunity to mean something mm-hmm. she wanted it to mean something but but i I know it was a selfish decision. Mm-hmm. I know it was ultimately probably a bad decision for Joel to do what he did. But in the game, for those you know who are interested in talking through it, Joel kills the brain surgeon and rescues Ellie mm-hmm. and takes her out of there. Um, and he, he, he saves her because he can't... I mean, it's ultimately a very selfish decision because he, he, he can't lose another daughter. Yeah. And... While it's so selfish, it's one of the first times I've ever seen something like that. That I go, I would, I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, like I, I don't, I don't know that I would have done differently in that situation. He, Seriously. he finally swung in the other direction. Like, I don't blame yeah. him for for not wanting to give not that a, up that easily. Um, and no. I think honestly, like, we actually don't know if that would have cured everything we don't we don't know if no because uh, it's not a guarantee no oh what's her name says that like it's a you know this is it this is our chance to make a cure and all that but yeah you know at a time you can you know that she's super desperate so i think she wants a lot of her sacrifices and stuff to make to to have purpose and so you actually don't know how how true all that is and like me i i mean Especially with the kind of organization that the Fireflies were, I I find it hard to think that even if they were able to get a cure, like you still need to mass produce it. You still need to fix every other thing with the world. So yep. at that point, I'm like, well, one, is she the only one? Like, I can't believe that she is actually just the only one. But also, like, 
him being where he's at, doing what he's been able to do and give up and sacrifice, I would, I, I'm in the same boat. I wouldn't have, have let it happen. It's, it's honestly like one of the best, one of the best stories I've ever seen, period. Yeah. But like, you know, also definitely in video games and like at the end of the story, he lies to her. Mm -hmm about about it and i think she knows that he lies to her about it yeah and that's and that's tough because i i've never really been a fan of that kind of stuff and i think that they probably hit on that stuff in the second game based off what i've heard i won't spoil anything Mm -hmm. but i i think that they probably discussed that you know kind of like a dark knight rises situation Mm -hmm. where it's like because they lied about batman everything went to you know everything went went poorly because they didn't conquer the they didn't conquer the bad with truth yeah you know they lied about it and so um it was uh <coughs> excuse me um yeah Schmitz had a good point in the chat about it's a it's a way to measure Joel's Joel's change over the game yeah like mm-hmm. the original Joel at the very first scene in the game wouldn't you know he would have gone along with sacrificing her. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but at the end of the game, he, he couldn't do it. He he's developed that attachment with her, and um, and also I think it's just a commentary on people. Uh, you know, I, I don't watch this show, but The Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, they don't refer to zombies as zombies in that in that show. Yeah, the walkers. They're, they're referred to as yeah, they're walkers or geeks. I think is what they're called as well. And so, kind of the, it's like I don't I really don't watch the show a whole lot, but I. Just based off what I had seen, I was like, you know, really, the ultimately, the Walking Dead are the people, like the the people who are still alive mm-hmm. and not zombies. Those are the Walking Dead, yeah. and eventually, I think they do exp- explicitly say that in the show. And um, part of it's because, like, look at the people that you've had to deal with this entire game. Mm-hmm. It's like this whole game, you've met like two people who are not actively trying to kill you <laughs> or betray you right. or something like there are so many horrible people that are left over in the world. And Joel has got one, like basically one positive relationship. He's got his brother and, and he's got some connection there, but he doesn't have like a loving pure relationship with anyone. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't really have anybody that he feels like is worth saving. Maybe besides his brother, besides Ellie, like yeah. in his mind, it's like, so I got to kill her so I can, save the human race are you kidding me like the human race is garbage yeah, right. like, look what all the, all the stuff that they've done yeah. you know and so I, to me it's like i, I get it like I, I i it's i think it's the wrong decision probably but i totally get it it makes perfect sense and i think that's one of the reasons why it's one of the greatest stories i've ever seen yeah it, i mean it, it's just incredible it really makes you kind of wonder what would you actually do in that situation and yes um Absolutely. Like not only not only did he um, go and save Ellie, but he risked his life and essentially betrayed like his. I mean, he shot what's her name to to be able to go in there. You know, um, he betrayed his, his friend to do it. Yeah, and uh, it's it. And he he risked his life at that point. He decided that Ellie's life was more important than his, and other than anything. Yeah, yeah. and so um, yeah. like her um her humanity i mean it, it was it's it's not worth sacrificing this one light to potentially save something that's already dead um you know and i think that's that's part of how he sees yeah. it yeah like i think i think he it, like the way of the human balance like everybody else that i know versus ellie ellie is 
Ellie, you know, I would save her, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and yeah. I, and like I said, I know it's probably the wrong decision and there are probably lots of innocent people that, you know, in the game world, it's like their lives could have been better and improved. There's tons of innocent people, especially back in that town that his brother lives in. Yeah. You know, all that makes sense to me and I hear it, but I, I, it's like, it's one of those, it's one of the few times where I'm like, I get it. Like, I don't, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another, another really interesting point is like, he's seen communities and good places that still are existing in this terrible world. So like, yeah, I think that can also play into it where it's like, there is good happening and this sacrifice doesn't necessarily need to happen. Sure. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's just really interesting. There was a lot of, there's, there's a lot that was going on in the story. And I think it was, I loved it was it. all, um, just tied really nicely together. Um, yeah. Do you think? Yeah. Uh, when do you think you might play the second one? I don't know. I, there's some content in that uh, that I tend to try and avoid <laughs> um, in in the games I play. Sure. So I don't know if I'm going to play it or not. But gotcha. uh, may, may, maybe one day. But I mean, I definitely want to. I've heard it's a very different story, and it's yeah. it's it's polarizing from what I understand. Like Last of Us One is pretty much like the story's amazing. Everyone thinks the story's amazing. Right. The second one, from what I hear, it's kind of like you either love it or you hate it. <laughs> right. Um, my camera froze for a second. I know. I was like, <laughs> I was like, he's really pondering this. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's really interesting. Um, I, you know, there was a lot of drama that happened with uh, um, with Laura Barry Lee's character, and um, you know, there it it ended up being kind of messed up. Some people were like threatening uh, Laura Bailey herself, who voiced who's um, that? She voiced. Um, uh, Anne, I think it was, um, one of the characters in uh, Last of Us. Was it Anne? I don't think it's Anne. Is she like the other kind of main? Yeah. Yeah, I think I do remember hearing about that, which is so stupid. It's like... <sighs> yeah, it's... I mean, we... It's just ridiculous. We talked like, about like, it, what, like how, how, um, how unbalanced you gotta be to kind of um, threaten the voice actor for for playing her role in a you know yes and so balance is a good word for it it's a very good word for it (laughs) yeah and so um but i want to play it i'm I'm really interested to see the continuation of the story i kind of i I really want to see the continuation of the story as well yeah maybe one day i'll I'll check it out Um, yeah yeah i don't know if i'm gonna play it anytime soon there's i mean i've got such a huge backlog of video games i want to play and same um what do you think the uh Kind of getting away. I know we need to end the podcast, but what do you think you're gonna yeah. gonna jump into next besides Destiny? Um, well, honestly, like after Destiny is done, after I finish up the prophecy, there I definitely want to raid. There are some raids I want to do yes. uh, pretty soon. But I thought about uh, I started um, Death Stranding. Ooh, and that game that game was a trip, but it's interesting. It's got it's got me interested. So yeah. I thought maybe I would look into that. And then I also. Um, I was going to set up some community uh, shroot box goals <laughs> where people where people could contribute all as a community and then uh, give me a list of like three or four games from like Game Pass or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Check out. Um, I'd like to I definitely like to get into something after I beat the Prophecy Dungeon. 
different for like a few weeks before yeah. uh, Beyond Light comes out. Right. But I'm not sure. Some, yeah. Something of a reset game from uh, the turmoils yeah. of uh, the dungeons. <laughs> Cle- cleanse the palate, if you will. And sure. Come back to it. Yeah, I definitely yeah. want to get into some uh, some raids at some point. Um, it's been quite That'd a while. Be so much fun, man. And uh, I miss it. Yeah, uh, a buddy of ours hasn't played the ra- any of the raids yet, Chase. Um, yeah, Kumbaya. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, yeah, if we can get a, I'm sure we can get a, a raid crew together. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I think you should definitely do a like a poll at some point and try to get a get a list of games. I think that'd be interesting. Are you? Is there any particular yeah. type of game that you're that you want to try to jump on? I'm, I'm kind of feeling like I mean, I would love to play like a story game, story driven game. Yeah. But I mean, I'm, I'm I also feel pretty open sure. to like just trying something out. You know? Have you have you thought about Horizon yet? You have it, right? I do have it. I need. I do need to play that. Um, so yeah, that, that's also an option. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, um, thank you guys for listening. Um, Among Us would be fun, Schmiz. Among Us would be so much fun. Which one is that? That's like uh, it's a game that just recently really, really became popular, and it's like Mafia kind of, but it's like it's like five bucks on Steam, hmm. and it's um, Schmiz. I'll play it for sure. Oh, oh, Horizon. Yeah, I'll play that too. Um, but. Among Us is like it's kind of like Mafia, where it's like there's imposters and and regular crew members. Oh, okay. Um, and you're trying to figure out who the killers are, and it just looks like a lot of fun. Oh, interesting. To play with friends, so yeah. I need to get my PC fixed. Yeah, one, one of our yeah you do <laughs> one of our next um, one of our next topics should be Schmiz actually brought this up in Discord the, a couple few days ago. I was talking about esports, Ooh. whether or not esports should be considered an actual sport. Um, and so just like, he just thought it would be an interesting topic for us to cover on the every gamer podcast, but interesting. But yes, this is fun. I, I, I like streaming it while it's live. I like seeing the chat. I, I don't, I'm not responding a whole lot out loud unless there's something that's really pertinent to the conversation, yeah. but I mean, I'd, I'd be willing to do that too. For sure. Yeah. Let's, let's, um, yeah. try to make this a thing. Um, and we'll definitely have a, uh, We'll definitely have a, a recorded podcast. We're recording the audio, and, and um, I'll edit it and mix it and yep. get it up on the regular podcasting applications. Right. Um, I guess question for the listeners. You got anything? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess it would be I was th- 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 something along the lines of the new console, but I'm assuming that most people just didn't get one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, how about this? Uh, are you guys waiting to get a console? Um, or are you guys going to try to, to pick one up day one or, um, keep on every day with the pre-orders or like, what's the plan? Uh, what do you guys plan? Yeah. And what's, uh, I think uh, another good question is what are you, uh, excited to play on the next gen console? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I, I, honestly for me, it's cyberpunk. I'm just super excited to play that on an, on a next gen console. I've I felt like that game and you're gonna love that game. I feel yeah, like. yeah, 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 for sure. And so um but yeah you can uh you can hit me up on, on Twitter at uh Nick J Wells and uh the podcast is the EG podcast. That's right. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and almost never Instagram, but I'm technically there at <laughs> Sketch256. Yeah, at, uh, at the EG Podcast's Instagram as well, but most likely we're probably not going to respond there. So mm. sorry, guys. <laughs> just, uh, just being real. Yeah. I, I, I don't post there. <laughs> I'll try. I'll check it. I'll get notifications, but we'll uh, we'll see about yeah. responding on that. Maybe not, though. No. 
um but yeah thank you guys for listening uh hopefully um this was an interesting one and yeah tell us what you guys think about it and um yeah we'll talk to you guys in the next podcast that sounds good see y'all next time see ya